Welcome to the Just Trek Podcast, where elevation is our recreation. This is your host, Justin Just Rock Ramon, coming to you from Los Angeles. On this show, you will hear stories and adventures from badass hikers, local explorers, to even dancers and artists. You can follow us on Instagram at just.trek, on Facebook, Just Trek Official, and our website, justtrek.net. Yo, yo, what is going on, everybody? What is going on? This is your host, Justin Just Trek Ramon. Oh, wait. Justin Just Rock Ramon. So I just want to clarify that, actually. So Just Rock is my creative persona, and Just Trek is the platform. So y'all who keep calling me Just Trek, that's technically wrong, but I'll take it. Um, Yeah, so welcome back to the podcast. I just first wanted to give a shout out to everybody last week who... Uh, shared their feedback with me that sent me messages and it was it was a really awesome day because uh i got to hear from a lot of my friends and fam and you guys put a smile on my face on my birthday and i really appreciate that especially since i'm not able to really do anything because uh of the pandemic you know we all have to be physically distancing right now and just stay at home so yeah, that was actually, it worked out pretty well. And I appreciate you guys for that. And it meant so much to me. So let's just get right into it uh, on this episode. We are here at episode one, where I finally get to have a guest. And my special guest is ask, is actually a close family friend of mine uh, from my hometown, Maryland. And he's been living the California dream. He lives on Venice Beach. And he's like literally 15 seconds away from the sand. Like you go out of his door, you look to the left. And boom, all the people are there, the energy, the palm trees, the sunshine. Like, I was like, man, you are one lucky mother sucker. <laughs> um, he goes by the name Mark Nieto, a.k.a. Marknificent, which is his artist slash influencer alias. He is an L.A.-based producer that has a couple of projects such as Candid Productions, Goat, which is an original music project. And he's also a very active member in the Twitch live streaming community. Uh, So I really wanted to bring Mark first on the show because he was there at the very beginning of my hiking journey. And coincidentally, he was also the same person responsible for my for me being a B-boy or a break dancer um, 20 years ago, along with Louis Guanzan of Be More Media, who we will actually have on a future episode. So that's going to be really awesome. Excuse me. Mark is one of the most talented people I know. He does it all from developing apps for Silicon Beach startups, singing, music producing, and engineering. He's an insane drummer also. He was in Drumline over at the University of Maryland, and he does the best Fresh Prince of Bel-Air dance I've ever seen. So if you know him, or if you do get to meet him, definitely ask him about that, and he'll probably just do it. He's a very entertaining personality. Yeah, so on uh, today's episode, we will be sharing stories and moments from the beginning hikes we did back in 2017. And I think you're all going to really enjoy this because we did a lot of exploring in Malibu, which I think is an incredible area, especially if you're first getting into hiking. There's a lot of uh, beginner to intermediate level hikes, in my opinion. The mileage isn't too uh, isn't too much for a lot of them. It like ranges from like two to five miles and more. And the area is just gorgeous, like the sun shining down on the ocean as you drive up. The PCH is just a super scenic drive all in it, all in and itself. So, um, yeah, it's kind of also crazy because a lot of people who are also L.A. residents don't even 
going to Malibu too often. You know, it's only 45 minutes to an hour away. And I feel like a majority of people's like hiking experience in LA like consists of like usually like Griffith Park. And actually, I love Griffith Park. I think it's a really dope area. It's very close to the city. I think it's actually like the largest urban park in the country. So people who usually trek Griffith Park, I feel like they usually kind of just stay around there and they tend to maybe not explore like further down the coast, like up the PCH. And I encourage you guys, if that might be you, to definitely do it and just get out there and explore more like LA is super vast. Also, real quick, I kind of wanted to break down the LA hiking landscape for you guys so you get more familiar and understand what I'm referencing more. Uh, so in my opinion, there are three main areas that most people hike in Los Angeles, and that would be the uh, Santa Monica Mountains, which is Malibu and Pacific Palisades. So these are like the hikes and trails that are along the coastline. And then you got in the middle Griffith Park, which is like a large uh, sprawling park next to the city. That's a really popular area. And then you have the San Gabriel Mountains, which is the prominent mountain range, which is behind downtown L.A., and that mountain range has a lot of like the crazy hikes and uh, that's where Mount Baldy is. That's actually the the peak that always has like snow in the background. And that's actually one of my all time favorites. I consider it like our local Mount Everest. You'll definitely hear about that in upcoming episodes. And now we'll jump into our conversation with our featured guest. I hope you enjoy. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mark Nieto, aka Marknificent, as the first Just Trek guest to the podcast. What is going on, my brother? Nothing much, Justin. Uh, thanks for having me on here. I'm so excited to be the very first guest of uh, the Just Trek podcast that is starting up here. I'm. Uh, uh, I like that. I'm. I'm the first guest uh, of yeah, this. You're, uh, you're a special one, <laughs> for sure. Thank you. I feel special. It's a special day. For. Yeah, it's a special, unprecedented time in our lives. Actually, now to since I kind of said that, how have you been adjusting to life during these uh, Corona quarantine times over there in Venice Beach? Well, it, I I'm not gonna say it's all sunshine and rainbows, but it, it has uh, has me. I'm quarantined at home. I'm working as a uh, as as a software engineer. I, I code from home, and actually, this lifestyle kind of works pretty naturally. Um, with from within my startup, uh, we're adjusting pretty well to it, and and I have worked remotely for them before, so it actually kind of just brings me back to those days um, right now. But awesome. other than that, Venice Beach is you know it is what it is right now. But uh, we, we have some high spirits uh, out here. Sun is still shining high uh, each and every day, despite the quarantine. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something it to be must grateful be quite. For. Yeah, it must be quite the scene without all the tourists and locals roaming around there, huh? Yeah, I I wouldn't say it's completely empty. I mean, there's just like very very small amount of people just kind of walking around, but everything is closed, so it's a it's a kind of a challenge to uh, you know to be enjoying the you know, the the normal Venice beach boardwalk lifestyle yeah, uh, sure. right now. But uh, you know, everyone is uh, making sacrifices for. Uh, uh, a positive outcome uh, through this uh, quarantine. Yeah, we're going to get through this eventually, hopefully sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Um, All right. Um, why don't you tell the listeners how we met, first met briefly back to our Maryland days, and then we can fast forward to how we first started hiking together here in LA. Sure. I. Th- it was, we were a part of a youth, um, it was a youth group, 
next thing you know, uh, we were rehearsing twice a week on Fridays and Sundays um, for a couple numbers. We did a, like a Broadway musical number. And then we also did like, we did a modern dance. Oh my God. Well. That's what it is. We met through a Broadway musical show. Like I would never believe I could say that out loud to myself. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like, it's kind of weirdly, we all like met up for the first rehearsal. And then like, the more we did it, like we became like way closer. And it was because of, it was because of the, um, there was another guy, part of, uh, part of this, uh, this crew, um, uh, named Luis Guanson. He was, uh, shout out to Luis, AKA yeah. B-boy. Yeah. He, he was B-boying at the time. I was highly interested. Um, and then, our interest kind of sparked the interest of, of Justin, uh, Steve and some other, some other guys there. And, uh, and, uh, that really kind of changed our lives that, um, absolutely. Especially for you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, me meeting just you and Lewis, just like taking me under your wing, just being kind enough to like teach me like the basics because I basically was asked if I wanted to be in the hip hop dance number within the musical Broadway show. And I was like, uh, sure, I guess <laughs> you taught me the basics and that's how we first met. And I think that was like a really dope foundation of our friendship. And just the guy to give you guys like perspective, this is like the Zanga MySpace days, like AOL days. Damn. I feel really old saying that. That was way, it was even, even before that. So that, that's how long we, we kind of go back here. That's just, that's just, it's kind of crazy that we're here right now, 20 years later from that 21, even no 20. But we're 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 making we're doing a podcast episode and talking about this. Yeah, a lot um, has changed, and actually, that's a good segue. So, why don't you fast forward to how we first started hiking together here in LA? Because um, I know you like you you moved out here, and then you moved back, and then you came back. So, why don't you just like kind of go, go through that real quick to us, like doing our first trail, and I can kind of you know remind us on which trails we did and like reminisce about all that. Sure, um, we were okay. So I was. Um, I had just moved to LA. I think I'd been in LA for about a year and a half. Um, Mm -hmm. surprisingly had not gone on very many hikes other than the Hollywood sign, which everyone kind of knows about. Um, I was, um, I was a freelance, I was freelancing at the time as a, as a software engineer. So I had, I had an open, you know, a little opening to kind of explore the city a little bit more. And, um, and Justin, just out of the blue, I think it wasn't even a weekend. It just was like, or maybe it was a weekend. <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> sure, but it, I think it kind of started. So how did it, how did, exactly did it start? I know, like at the time, I was working with a, a travel app, and you were doing software engineering. Yeah. Oh, you know what it was? I think it was um, at least from my my perspective, real quick, it was I had, I had stopped dancing for a long time, so I had a void inside of me. I didn't have like an active like passion outlet anymore, and. I got a gym membership again. And then I was kind of like, okay, this is cool. I'll do this throughout the week. But then I wanted something on the weekends to like supplement me going to the gym, you know, something different other Mm -hmm. than just like using the equipment and staring at the same people all the time. So I know from my perspective, it was like that. And I think I just like hit you up out of the blue. And usually you're just, you're, you're, you know, you're ride or die, you know, you're down to adventure out or just do something, you know? For sure. I think, okay. I, I remember exactly what happened. So I was, I was going to be down, I was coming down to your area, actually, like right around Culver City, because I was meeting up f- for dinner 
with somebody to kind of talk, uh, you know, Ooh, talk a date. <laughs> no, it wasn't a date. <laughs> it was with Damien. Uh, <laughs> oh, what, what's a date? That's going to be funny. And Damien hears this. You had a date with Damien. Gotcha. Uh, but right beforehand, I, I like hit you up. I was like, Hey, I'm going to be in town. What, what, what's going on? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to do this, uh, this, this little like hike, um, in Culver City. It's called the Culver City Stairs. Um, are you interested? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, it was like right before I had to, to meet with a friend, uh, at the time. So it started with that. And we do have like, we do have pictures from that. I, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> um, but, uh, that was kind of like our, our first experience, um, or my, or our first experience together as, uh, the start of, you know, this kind of hiking spiel that we, journey. Yeah. The, the entire journey that we went, uh, we went on continued continuing on to do so so we it started I, it, like i said it was like during the week because i was coming down uh for that meeting and i think that friday night mm-hmm. you were you you had a you know you give me like a hit call. you up right you hit me up and you're like i got there's another one so i started doing more research on this and there's one uh, up in that, malibu that mm-hmm. uh you mm-hmm. down to go it's uh tomorrow at some point i'm like yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Dude, this is perfect, actually, because uh, I was going to say, I actually don't even remember the Culver City one, but I, I trust your word. But yeah, let's reminisce about the, all the beginning hikes we did together, because we did quite a lot. And it definitely laid the foundation for me to become a peak bagger. And I feel like our listeners will, you know, they'll have some new trails to explore once, you know, all the obviously all the quarantine restrictions have been lifted from hearing these stories. And like what you just said, yeah, let's talk about our first hike. I hit you up and I was like, yeah, I did some research. It was on like modernhiker.com. Mm-hmm. It was in Malibu. Mm-hmm. And just to frame the the date for everyone, this was April 2017. Mm-hmm. And we did Coral Canyon and also Point Doom up in Malibu. Yeah, like, so what do you remember from those hikes? And what were some of your favorite moments from that day? Because there was definitely some pretty hilarious like <laughs> moments like during doing those treks. Oh, absolutely. I think first off, I had I had never been up the PCH in oh, that's surprisingly right. in like all the time that I'd been here. I think it was 2 years total that I was in LA. I had never actually driven up the PCH just so that was so first off that was just a it was a spectacle and just kind of experiencing that for the first time. But then like when we got to the bottom of the hike, you know, we were just, I, I had, I really no expectations, uh, you know, as far as like what, I, what to, I don't know, to what I was going to be seeing on, on this hike. Um, sure. And uh, I, it was Coral Canyon. And I remember like the first part of it was going down and to the woodsy area a little bit. I remember we kind of. Oh, there was a Creek that's right at the trailhead. You know what I also remember? There was a girl at the trailhead who like totally like complimented your sunglasses and you were just like, yeah. <laughs> well, yes. I, I, I was doing this thing where I would document everything for a future, um, future vlog, which is now, now that I'm thinking about it could be very useful for, you know, this segment, you know, should we decide to, you know, attach some pictures or some video to, to this oh, yeah. particular audio segment. Bring it to life. Yeah. It'd be really cool. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, we could, uh, let's see, we went through the stream and then out into this, the open part of the, you know, the mountain that we were kind of like hiking up. And it was like, it was so, so like, it was, str- that day. it was so, it was really beautiful that day. Um, 
it, it may have been earlier than April, honestly. I think it was because it was still a little cooler out. It was probably like I felt like it was. It, it was April, actually. I it was it April. Up. Okay. Yeah, just to, just to make sure for myself as well. All right, for sure. Yeah. Um, it was still a little bit cooler out, but I, I thought it was. I don't know. I thought it was perfect weather because when you're obviously when you're hiking, you're just, you know you're using a lot of energy. You're getting warm anyway, so kind of warm up your body naturally. So it was like it's perfect weather. It was very green. It, it was just like it was the like pretty much the scene. Like the Windows XP background, just like green, blue sky, you know, on that one side. That is such a good description. Yes. Yes. And then you like, you turn around and there's the, the ocean, you know, diamonds, you know, like <laughs> the diamonds of the ocean waves that are kind of like going up now. It's beautiful that the, the way the sun hits the water. Um, that was, uh, yeah, that was just something that I never knew even existed, you know, in LA. So I, it was uh, a beautiful experience. From Not only that, like like you, you described that so perfectly, uh, perfectly about the XP background. And then, do you remember that it was a, uh, it was super green, but then it was also there was wildflowers blooming through the trails, and we literally had to like run through them because it was overgrown over the pathway. Oh yeah, I, I remember that. It was it was it was like a scene out of like for sure heaven. You know, like you you, you kind of run through these like wildflowers, butterflies, just like kind of in there and like as <laughs> yes, we're running through sure. it it was just like like you know like very heavenly and then wait like, do that again you know like the, like it was like pretty much the sound of music like in my head i was just thinking like the sound of music i was like the hills are alive i actually did wow. st- i started wow. singing that <laughs> for a video. i think i do remember yeah you were doing that and then we got to the top and mind you both of us are newbies i don't know how to like navigate myself at this point and it's a really chill easy hike and we got to the top and we we like got lost somehow but we like met these like other random girls up there and they were lost too and we just kept like going down this one pathway like but we didn't see it lead anywhere do you remember like meeting those people yeah i do i think wasn't one of them from maryland i I, oh that's where one of them was from our hometown we just started talking about like yeah we're just chopping it up with them yeah and then and then I guess we started talking about Culver. I think one of them also lived in Culver City, so there was a there's also some common uh, common ground there. And sure, it, kinda, sure. It, it is like it's one thing I also love about LA is that like a lot of people aren't really from here. So when we do talk about where we're from, it's it's kind of interesting and it's fascinating to see someone's upbringing and then how they transition into coming to LA and then them talking about the area they live in and then they're like, oh yeah, I've been there, and it's just. The, totally. the culture around here surrounding that is i think one of the most fascinating things about la um that's a really and, great point you brought up mm-hmm. and, oh, uh, and then we did the oh sorry i'll let you finish your thought well i think i, I just end, end the thought on that I, I wasn't really sure if we met them on the trail like just by running into them or they that they heard me singing or anything like that i, I remember there were, <laughs> there were I, think it, that, I think it was both and then we just <laughs> ended up like because we, we started hiking back down with them. And then we went to the, oh, that's right. We went to the Malibu Seafood Shack. Y'all, if you guys go to Coral Canyon, definitely eat there. There's usually a line, but the food is incredible. It will not disappoint you. Yeah. the Yeah. I mean, it's the name speaks for itself. The seafood was very good. They, they also have really tasty desserts there. So I forgot what I got, but I got something really good. Yeah. I got like the grilled squid and like clams and like chips and... I got a bunch of stuff. It was way more than I could even eat. I think maybe I just had the, I had some shrimp. I think it was popcorn shrimp. I could oh be yeah. You can't go wrong with that for sure. I probably have a picture of it on my phone somewhere. So I could, I could dig that up out of the archives. 
But uh, yeah, that's that's at the very bottom. Didn't we park there? That was like where we parked. Yep. You know, before the trailhead is uh, has a parking lot, and then there's also the Malibu Seafood Shack located at the same place. Yeah, very cool experience, um, especially for a first hike. You know, it has everything you need. You know, other places kind of are just a trailhead. There's nothing there but a bathroom maybe um so you have to True. definitely come more prepared for the other ones this one was like oh yeah water you know uh, yeah, food, for sure yeah know? i would say uh coral canyon is definitely a great like beginner hike for sure like it's it's not too difficult it's it's short i think it's only like two and a half miles you know you get views of the ocean um the wildflowers if you go during a certain time and yeah you you have like really good food at the trailhead and a bathroom which is not common with a lot of trails Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember after we ate, I had been to this place called Point Dew. My friend Stefan Morris actually brought me there, I think maybe like two years ago. And it was just such an incredible place. And I told it to you. I was like, yo, there's this other place called Point Doom, which is like down the street. Would you be down to go? Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Just uh, you mentioning that. And it was it was we had gone through like the entire day at, uh, at Coral Canyon. We had just eaten. And I remember I was like, so what now? Are we going home? Like, <laughs> like that's what I was thinking in my head. And you're like, oh, actually, you know, like really close by here is a place called Point Doom. I'm, you down? I'm like, yeah, you know, we're already out. Might as well go. So uh, we we drove a little bit up the road. I think it was like five minutes or so. Yeah. Like I think it's like five, 10 minutes away. And it's uh, Point Doom is just one of my favorite like gems and treasures here in, in LA County. It's this raw Malibu coastline, but I'll let you like kind of you know, explain more of it. Like, uh, cause oh, wow. you, you go to the overlook down there and then you go down these stairs and then it's just like, there's no one around. It's just like rock. Part of the beach is rocky and you have to traverse that to go onto the actual sand. And like, there's barely anyone there away from all the crowds. Mm-hmm. And we had caught, you know, like the right moment. It was the sunset actually. So, um, Oh, it was, wasn't it, huh? Yeah, the sun was setting, and so it was like super beautiful, and you can kind of tell like the it was kind of you can kind of tell it was getting dark because like the it was like a obviously you go down into the beach part, but it's like cliffside almost, you know, like the rocks um, exactly, and it was like really cool. We took really cool pictures there. I remember uh, just taking a bunch of selfies with the rocks as the background. I'm like, this is actually super nah, bro, cool. Bro, you took a bunch of selfies with that <laughs> majestic sea lion. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, nah, bro. Um, <laughs> no, we, uh, <laughs> no, we, it's an inside joke guys. You'll explain it later. It's, it's yeah. So, so, I mean, obviously sea lions are no strangers to uh, the LA coast here. And um, so obviously one just kind of Swam up uh, up on the shore, and uh, those things are huge. <laughs> They're yeah. like bigger than you think. You know, than you see them in the water. To get to see one up close, we were just like, you know, we were taking pictures of it, and um, we saw one up close, and it took so many pictures of it. It was a bit ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean, there was a lot of people surrounding it. There was actually like, I think, in, like an Instagram model was kind of like tried to. Touch oh yeah, it. yeah. Tell that story. <laughs> well, she was taking a lot of. She was taking pics on the beach. You know, for her for her, you know, her page probably. And she, uh, we, we saw her go up to the sea line, take some pictures. I think she tried to pet it. <laughs> she and, definitely tried to pet it for sure. And this sea line tried to bite her. <laughs> we were like, Oh, <laughs> you know, like we were kind of scared for her. And um, obviously she was able to, you know, escape the, uh, the biting wrath, but it was just, it was kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, guys. So 
do not just pet random animals, you know, especially a sea lion. It's not a dog or a cat. So just observe it, you know, from a few feet away and just keep your distance and take photos. That's my uh, two cents. Absolutely. Um, I'd say that was, that kind of topped off like a really awesome day out kind of experiencing like what else, what else, what new, what else am I going to experience that's new, like that I haven't seen yet. And obviously that was, that was one of those, um, but um, I kind of wanted awesome. to, I, I just started to remember co- afterward, like going back to the car. Do you remember mm-hmm. how that was? Oh no, what happened? <laughs> was I'm not sure if this was, I think this was the one. I, I could be wrong about this, but was it the one where we like, were like stuck in, it was like pitch black outside and we're oh, okay. in the middle we'll, of the road was that we'll get to one? that one that's actually portuguese bend yeah okay slash sacred code but that, that that was a really funny story but uh we'll probably get to that after the pretty soon actually oh for sure um actually yeah let's segue into the next one that we did uh the following weekend it was actually a really eerie and unique uh hike it was called murphy's ranch mm-hmm. which is located in rustic canyon which is the pacific palisades area and this one was like, it kind of reminded um, myself of the Blair Witch Project, right? It was like more of like an East Coast like hike in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very woodsy. You go, like the way to get down there was, I think, probably the most interesting. Didn't we have to Oh, climb? the stairs. Yeah, yeah. The stairs. And then you start coming across. So this area, guys, is a, it was an abandoned Nazi camp. So there's a lot of like, crazy buildings that are abandoned. I just said abandoned, but like crazy graffiti and all these like unique looking like buildings that had just been like left. Crazy abandoned buildings. There was a barn there. Oh, that, that's what I wanted to mention. There was like a barnyard, like trap house that we tried to, that we did climb up, but it was like super sketchy. Yeah. I, I don't know how I climbed. I, I remember I got my way up to the, the second floor by like just, yeah. I like wedged myself between two walls and I like with my legs and then I just climbed it that way. Um, there was another way. I think you got up. It was, uh, I think I just went through like a way more sketchy route. Cause there's like nails popping out that are like rusty and like, you probably should not have been doing it, but the photos that we got were pretty badass. Like I definitely felt it was like, definitely some Smallville vibes. Dude, it was, uh, yeah, I remember hanging out in that like second floor. Like a lot of the, you know, that second floor is like, you know, you could just go up there and chill with friends. Like there's enough space there. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, a huge hole <laughs> in the floor up there. <laughs> to you know, you can enormous. So it's very, it is dangerous, but at the same time, it's really cool. So um, I'm glad we actually checked that out as well. And uh, did we? That was just us again. I think. Yeah, we did. It was like, we were like the one-two punch. Just We were just doing like a blitzkrieg of hikes. And it was just a lot of fun because you were just always like, yeah, let's do it. Let's explore. Like you just totally had that vibe and I had that whole vibe. So kind of worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really want to get into this next hike because I consider it an all-time favorite of mine, Sandstone Peak in Malibu. And this was the first hike that really captivated me and took my breath away because we did it during sunset. God, I sound so dramatic. Took my breath away. Um, I'm really curious to know your thoughts on this one because this hike really felt like we were nowhere near LA. And, you know, the drive up was already super scenic going up the PCH. 
And then you have to go inland pretty deep to get to the trailhead. And so we're like going up these mountainous roads and you can just see like the peaks pop out, you know, through the car window. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's exactly what you said. When we, when you drive inland, it seems like, I think you're driving mm-hmm. for like at least 20 or 30 minutes inland from, from the PCH. You're not even driving that far. It's probably like a couple, it's just, it's very windy. Uh, you kind of go up and down, but it's mainly up. Uh, it's, so it's, it's kind of an experience. It's kind of like the, the road you take to get up to big bear a little bit. It's like, uh, okay. You, like at the bottom of big bear, you, it's, it, you get you can get to the bottom of Big Bear in like an hour ish, and then you have to drive up an hour the mountain. So it, it's kind of it kind of feels like that a little bit. Um, you drive pretty much close to the peak. You're you're, you're about was it two miles or a mile and a half? Yeah, I think at the uh, the trailhead, it's one point five miles up and one point five miles down, so a total of three miles. So it's very uh, it's very it's doable, and I definitely would say that. The terrain is, it's not like a fire road, you know, it's, it's not like it's rocky, rugged terrain. So this was like definitely the first hike that I was like, I need real hiking boots or trail runners and not wearing these, like, what do you call them? Fly knit sneakers. Yep. Yeah. yeah just like, like the, the runners, the Nike freeze or something like that. Yeah. Cause I was just wearing something like that. And I just remember every rock was just like, I could feel it going up and I was like, this is, this is going to be a journey going up. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's exactly what you were saying. It was very, just like, it was very, it wasn't pebbly. It was more like bigger rocks, you know, like, yeah, um, exactly. Um, so definitely, you know, ankles to be, you know, had to be a little bit more, you know, cautious about walking on, you know, ankles because, you know, it's obviously more prone to, to be turned, um, mm-hmm. on, on something like that. So we just had to be a little bit more careful. Um, it wasn't that slippery, but I remember just like, I, I, well, it was really, (laughs) I didn't fall. I think you fell. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. I I probably fell once or something. Well, it was, it was the afternoon. I I don't think we went in the morning. So we, we we got, we caught sunset. That's why the hike was just so like, I, I never forget like that sunset hike. Like it was just the best ever. Yeah. It was like, it was very cool out. Um, again at the time and uh i think again it was perfect weather i was in you know just a nice t-shirt while it was still Ooh. kind of like very windy cool and i was just like this is this nice this feels nice it's a it's definitely it's definitely a doable hike i mean it is an incline pretty steady incline for about a mile the entire time to go up there yep, definitely a steady incline going up those 1.5 miles um but it's nothing it's, it wasn't steep i wouldn't say oh and also um the really great thing about this hike it's a cool accolade it's the highest uh summit in all of the santa monica mountains i think it's like three thousand something feet so it's uh in the santa monica it's the highest yeah i mean yeah you're almost a mile up you're 0.6 miles up and you're looking down you can see the water and mm-hmm. it, it seems very far away from you it's not like you know maybe like a los leones like or the top of Coral Canyon a little bit, you know, the, the water mm-hmm. seems attainable. This one is just like, you're in a plane almost. You're kind of looking down. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. Like, do you remember how the summit looked like the summit was super unique and like, it was like, it was like really crazy 360 degree views of just like the Santa Monica mountains. And like, you see all the hills, the rolling hills, and then you could see the vast ocean in the distance. Mm-hmm. Like that peak is definitely like gorgeous. I'd say that peak is probably, 
it, it is like literally a peak. Like it's not flat mm-hmm. at the top. It's actually like pointed. <laughs> yeah. Like dangerous, <laughs> like kind of dangerously pointed, but you know, obviously there's, you know, take extra precaution and, you know, be careful around those parts, but it, it just, you feel like you actually at the top. Um, that's how I felt. And, uh, and you kind of just feel like a bird up there. You feel like, um, we were, we had taken notice of a, a raven. Um, oh yes. Up there. There's two ravens. There was two ravens flying around us. And, uh, you, you kind of just feel like you're one of the birds from that high. And, uh, and I, I remember taking this video, uh, of us. I was like, majestic raven and uh it actually was like coming closer to us and we're like oh <laughs> i had to cut film i was like is, are we gonna be like eaten right now like, <laughs> yeah there's actually uh i posted it on my personal instagram which is at just rock j-u-s-t-r-o-c if you want to creep and scroll pretty far down um you'll actually hear mark commenting on like commentating on the two birds or hawks flying around us and he's doing the whole like Australian accent, like crocodile Dundee, like accent. Yes. It's pretty hilarious, actually. But he he brings up a good point. It's just, are you you brought up a good point. Like that's how high up we were. Like the the ravens were just like circling around us, and they were kind of getting pretty close, too close for comfort at some points. Yeah, but you know, it's just it's part of being in nature. You you kind of just one with uh, the animals around you, uh, dad mm-hmm. being birds and up high in the sky. Um, so we, we did, we talked about like looking down at the water, but if you kind of turn around and you look towards this city, you can actually like see like the, like the rest of LA, I think like in the distance, yeah, like the sky, you can see, you can see the skyline in the distance. Yeah. It was, I was like, wow, that's, is that what I think it is? Like, is that like maybe Hollywood or North Hollywood, the Valley, or like, I wasn't really sure what I was looking at, but you could definitely see kind of like the mainland uh like really way off in the distance and i think you could probably see some of the other peaks like in that area that pasadena uh what is it san gabriel mountains like yeah san gabriel's like the the big mountains behind downtown la yeah you can see a lot up there actually that's why i was saying like 360 degree views definitely a special peak um oh and then let's talk about so it was sunset so like it was just the way the 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 sun was setting and reflecting on off the off all of the mountains it just looked like magic like on our way down it was like uh it it was just like i felt like i was like in a dream and it started getting dark and like i was like oh my gosh like are we gonna get to the trailhead in time like we need to drive out of here do you remember that yeah we were we were a little concerned because you know obviously you don't want to be hiking around in pitch black uh especially when you're not prepared we didn't i don't know if we had a lamp or anything like that um Okay. You bring up a good point. So if you guys are ever going to do a hike during sunset, always bring a headlamp or if you can, I guess, use your iPhone flash, but always bring a headlamp if you're ever doing a sunset hike. Absolutely. I think, okay, so as we were going down, I don't, I'm not sure if it was this hike, but I thought I saw, we saw, we ran into a guy that was going up as we were leaving at sunset. And I think he had camping gear. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, there was someone coming up, and I think we talked to him uh, just briefly about what he was doing. He's like, "Yeah, I'm uh, going to set up a, a little camp up there." I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" <laughs> like, yeah, uh, you know, there's just, I mean, that will probably segue into another story that we had at uh, at, <laughs> at Joshua Tree. But anyway, uh, yeah, we went down. The sun was setting, and I, I think we had calculated just enough time to get down there because as soon as we got down, it was dark. It was dark. It like, was dark. We like, okay, we need to we need to get out of the 
this uh, mountain peak and we have back to the PCH, back to civilization. Yeah, it's, you know, it is especially dangerous coming down, like driving down that road in pitch black. There's hardly any lights. It's just your headlights and you're on a cliff, you know, like your cliffside. And uh, exactly. so you just have to be a little bit more cautious going downhill um, from that. So that was obviously a lesson learned uh, from our standpoint. Um, yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, uh, wait, I'm trying to actually remember, what was the longest hike we did together? The longest hike we did together was Echo Mountain. Oh yes, your favorite. <laughs> okay, so this is a this is a funny story. It was I like this story. Well, it was he had hit me up on I think it was Saturday morning. It wasn't even Friday night. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, Saturday morning hike. This must not be you know that long. It can't be that long. Um, <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's a it's a cool little. It's like up your way, so you know, like you don't have to come down towards me. I'm like, okay, so this is sounding better for me already you know here yeah, i am it's thinking. in the uh pasadena altadena area for all of you listening yeah and I, this was when i was in north hollywood at the time so he came up to me and you know then we start driving over to there and i'm like oh pasadena you know like i haven't been here in a pretty long time we're we're driving through it and we get to the trailhead and i'm like oh okay cool echo mountain this you know again something i just did not i had no expectations for just kind of went with the flow <laughs> he's like yeah it's not that long well, I said it was I said it was X amount of miles, but I'll let you finish the rest. I just kind of uh I kinda of like wanted you go a little further. So Yeah, so we okay, so we go up to the part of the mountain where you can you can sound off into the echo phone and uh the ruins, yes, the ruin yeah, area. Yeah, the ruin area. And there's I guess semblance of like old houses or buildings that were there. And I think there was like little info panels info stations kind of you could you know kind of learn oh, about yeah, the history yeah. uh, it was a man it was like a uh it was a mansion resort area that's right that's right and it, you, you can kind of you can see the base of it but like a lot of it's not there anymore but it's it's kind of hard to see when it's like when it's in ruins that that used to be a club you know like that used to be fancy and people would it used to be the dance hall where everyone got down yeah, get got down. It seemed like there was a really nice like patio area that we, you know, were kind of hanging out in a lot. Um, there also seemed to be some sort of like balcony with stairs that we were kind of like taking a lot of really cool pics on. Um, we can see kind of the rest of the city and oh yeah, the stairs guess, section is really cool to take photo ops up there. But you know, like this was in the morning, and then we got up to that part around lunchtime. So I, uh, let's see, I did bring a little snack and, uh, we, we stopped and we ate right around like the echo phone. There was like little tables around there. Um, I remember that. Everybody has to yell into the echo phone. It actually works and reverberates through the mountains. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's really quite an experience. I actually thought it would, you know, our experience would end there. We would just like end up going back down. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, cool. You know, like, you know, let's, <laughs> we can go back down, but no, we didn't. Uh, we, <laughs> I think we went another like four miles up because we were trying to find, I guess, another, was it the peak of this mountain? Uh, yeah. So kind of just to explain a bit more there, what, what I really wanted to do on this hike was I obviously wanted to go to the ruins, but then I wanted to go all the way up to Inspiration Point, which is uh, 
I think it was another two and a half, two and a half miles up from the, the echo ruins. Oh, and yeah. I just kind of like, kind of like worded it to Mark where I was like, yeah, it's not too much further up and we'll be okay. Like you down, let's do it. You know, it's just kind of like nudging him. Cause I'm always in, I was in like hardcore, like, you know, explore and like get as much exercise and, and enjoy nature mode, you know? Absolutely. We, we did go up the, we went up the steeper route. Um, at first it was like the, yes. it was like two and a half miles, uh, to get up to inspiration point from there. But I think coming back down, we, we took the, I guess the, the more shallow scenic route. Um, yeah, there's a, there's two trails to go up. It's San Merrill and Castle Canyon. Oh, remember when we got up, when we first got up to inspiration, we had to go through like a, a forest and we thought we were lost. Oh yeah. It, it just, it, it's, it was crazy to kind of see the different parts of the, of the, the terrain that we were, they were on. Obviously we were on this like dirt, like path going up mm-hmm. and we were like cliffside and there were guys like just mountain biking on these, you know, along these cliffs. I'm like, wow, that must be, that must oh, be yeah, crazy. That's a very popular mountain biking um, place for sure. But it was just like, like we went from mountainside to like, kind of like we, we found if you, if you kind of think like the scene from the Lion King, like the little, like, you know, kind of the dead parts, <laughs> Past oh, the Pride Land, right? Yeah, we, before we, the forest. Yeah. yeah, we like walked through something like that, and then we went to this forest that just seemed like like Game of Thrones, very New Zealand. You're kind of like in the in the woods, We're like oh wow, it's like very. It, it wasn't it. It wasn't flat, wasn't it? It was like it was very. Um, like, I think it was flat for the most part, but I just remember I was like, I th- hope we're going the right way because we're just going deeper and deeper into this forest, and I don't. I had an idea of kind of where we were going, but this was before I even used all trails before I was literally just using the modern, modern hiker website and screenshotting all the instructions, which is, you know, that works too, but it's not exactly the most efficient way to navigate yourself. I feel like. Absolutely. I remember. Okay. I remember it was flat, but like, if you look off, if you looked off to the left, it was like, it was just steep down hill. And I was like, Oh wow, this is, Pretty crazy, <laughs> some journey we're yeah. going through. But at the end of it, we it we, so cool. we yeah we got back to just like you know a regular hike, mountains around us, some trees and, and stuff, and then, and then we found Inspiration Point. I think we had I think we asked people coming from there is like is the is the point near here? He's like yeah, it's just like right up here. I think they had pointed us in that direction, if I can remember that. Yeah, I think someone like was like, yeah, just go down this fire road and you'll be there. And then we got the inspiration point and it's a really cool area because it has all these telescopes with all the different cities of LA like named on it. So there's like a telescope for Silver Lake, Venice Beach, Los Feliz, et cetera, et cetera. And then it's it's a big like kind of like hut looking structure. So you can like, you know, rest in the shade and kind of like picnic there and whatnot. And you see kind of people like, laying down and like sleeping on the ledge. It's a really cool, uh, it's a pretty cool summit actually. Yeah. I mean, to get all the way up there, obviously it was really tiring <laughs> to get up there. Yeah. Um, it, it was a long journey and, and in my head, I guess I, it kind of escaped us like how long we were up there. Cause I really, only, I only had a snack up at, you know, like the, the, the ruins. Hungry. Yeah. For the ruins. And we're like, man, now we have to go all the way down <laughs> and then, and then we got to like eat some food or, you know, like we had an event to go to later and uh, 
we uh, we decided to take the other route back, which was a little bit longer, if I if I remember. Um, yeah, I think we went down the other way, and it was just like it was just funny because going up, you were kind of like, "Hey, man, like, are we good?" Like, and it was just like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get there." And then we got to the top, and now it's like, "Wow, we got to go five miles back down." It was just like it just felt like forever. Yeah, and I you were like, "God damn it, Justin!" Like, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> well, I mean. At the time, it was kind of like, oh, God, I'm running out of water and food. <laughs> no, but yeah. obviously, it, you know, when you go down, it's uh, it's a little bit faster because of the the downhill nature of everything. Just, you know, it's it, it seems to pass by you uh, a little bit quicker when you go back. But going back was really cool because it was totally different. Like, again, it was just totally different. Mm-hmm. It was like we had gone through a, a creek. I feel like there was water that we had passed, passed through on the way down um and it was more interesting kind of like journey down there was like kind of like dips and flat and dip and flat and and then it brought us to the okay actually this is really cool it actually brought us to like i think where the epicenter of the the echoing walls start i feel like we were within those within those walls um the walls that we were kind of like you know shouting into from the echo phone we were like at you know, at the point where, yeah, we were on those ridge lines because we could hear people yelling into the the echo phone, and we could hear the sounds. Actually, I remember. Yeah, I I remember getting a really good picture there. Um, it was I think it was perfect lighting, and I it was just hard to pass up. And uh, yeah, I, again, I think it was just us. I, I feel like I there was somebody else there, but I guess it, well, there was. I feel like that was a sunset hike, also because I remember we're like, okay. Like if we want to go to our friend's event, so shout outs to our friend AJ Mendoza. He hosts something called the Living Room Sessions. It was all the way in Marina del Rey and we're in Pasadena. So we were like debating on the way down whether, okay, we well, we really need to like go faster if we want to even like catch any of the party or what's left of it. Mm-hmm. So I remember we just trekked it down and then I think we just went straight to my crib, right? And I just like took a quick shower. Yeah, and- I mean, either... Maybe we went to my place. I remember taking a shower. I might have, either your place or my place, but we were just trying to get to to AJ's uh, event in Mar- Marina del Rey, which is like the complete other side of the world in LA terms. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, and then we ate. Yeah. Tell everybody <laughs> like we just ate everything okay. in sight. Well, we we didn't stop to get food anywhere. We actually just we took showers really quick, got ready, and then we drove all the way down there. And it was a pizza party actually. So. Um, there was a ton of pizzas there. There was probably like, I don't know, there were several pizzas when we got there. I guess people weren't really eating them. But as soon as we got down there, we were so hungry. I think we each ate a pizza, like a whole pizza each because we were- I just ate so many slices. I didn't know anymore. I must've had like 10 slices. Sorry, AJ. (laughs) Yeah, we were so hungry, so famished, so tired from the entire day. And we got down there and just like enjoyed uh, like an entire- pizza entire pizza each so it was uh it was definitely <laughs> we did that i mean when we got that out of the way it was just like okay yeah let's party um <laughs> i don't know about you. i was dead like people were talking to me and i was like i am exhausted while drinking like my like jack and coke and like stuffing up domino's pizza down my my throat well i mean i had a lot of energy maybe i, I caught a second wind but i was he uh aj had a portable speaker um Oh that, my god! That I was carrying around, <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, all right, I was like, throw on 
a little Mariah Carey, you know, and then I was like carrying the speaker around, like singing to people, you know, <laughs> and then uh, I think he played a whole new world or something like that. I sang that. You uh, basically became the life of this party <laughs> that we were at and everyone was like wondering who you were. <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's like one of my family friends, very close friend of mine. He's crazy, but I love him. Hey, I mean, um, yeah, it was a fun time. I wasn't even drunk, you know, like I wasn't drinking <laughs> and I don't think I was drinking at the time. So, um, yeah. so it was just, uh, it was a nice way to end off the day. I wasn't really sure. Didn't we, weren't we thinking about going out after? Didn't we go to, we might have went out or tried to, but I just oh. remember being like really tired. I, that was, I think that was the longest hike that I did as well with you point yeah that was definitely i mean that's 10 so everybody that's uh if you do inspiration point via echo mountain the total is 10 miles so that's definitely an accomplishment if you're trying to work your way up like with mileage so it's a good training hike for like doing that before like all the hikes in the san gabriels all the other crazier ones All right, all right. Thanks for listening to part one of my conversation with Mark Nieto. I actually split it up into two uh, two parts because the entire length of the conversation was much lengthier than I anticipated, which is completely fine. I just didn't want to uh, bombard you guys with like an hour and a half, two-hour conversation on the first episode. Just wanted to be mindful of that and make the content uh, you know, as, as digestible and consumable for you guys as possible. And right now, I want to get into things to bring on your first hike, which is really good, uh, which will be a good little segment here for uh, beginners and intermediate level hikers. Just kind of go down the list and elaborate if I need to. Bring a hat, for sure, Um, especially if it's warm or hot outside and the sun is out. You know, a lot of people overheat when they don't wear a hat because they're not uh, blocking out the rays of the sun. Ideally, the material of the hat should be polyester or nylon. If you only really have a a cotton hat, I mean, bringing that is better than nothing, in my opinion. Bring shades if there's the sun is out. Uh, definitely make the hike more bearable. In regards of what to wear, definitely bring uh, definitely wear athletic slash gym attire. Clothes that are lightweight and moisture wicking is the most important uh, detail. Definitely don't wear cotton. Cotton does uh, cotton retains all the moisture and sweat on 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 your body instead of wicking it, so you're gonna just feel gross and nasty. Also, for shoes, I would say your grippiest sneakers, or just buy some trail runners or hiking shoes. Um, if you're not trying to splurge, you know, like on hiking shoes and trail runners, because I know it can get pretty expensive, especially if you go to REI or some other outdoor stores. If you're on a budget, honestly, go to Big Five Sporting Goods, and they have a lot of, like, fine trail shoes or hiking shoes for, like, in between 20 to, like, 50 bucks. Or I know right now we can't go into stores, but uh, maybe do some research on Amazon as well. It also just really depends on the hike that you're doing. Uh, Bring sunscreen slash sunblock. Bring a headlamp, especially if you're doing a sunset hike, because... uh, You'll probably be hiking at the dark at some point because you didn't plan it, plan out um, all the logistics. And they're not that expensive. They're like 10, 11, 12 bucks on Amazon. Uh, in regards to water, um, this one's a little, it's not tricky to answer this, but here's some rule of thumbs. Bring one liter for every two hours of hiking or 0.5 liters for every hour. 
And then you can obviously carry the water in water bottles or in your hydration flask. Or even better is if you have a hydration system, which is the system with like the camelback where you have like the tube and you have like the mouthpiece and you just, you suck out of the, the tube in order to drink the water while you're walking or hiking. Um, and that system is just, it's a lot more efficient, you know, because if you think about it, if you have all these water bottles and you're doing like a hike, you know, in order to drink the water, you got to stop, you got to pull the water out of your backpack and then you got to drink it and you got to put it back in and then put the backpack back on. You know, it's, it can be a bit tedious at times in regards to uh, you should have a pack. I recommend getting a light day pack. I would say in between 18 liters to 25 liters. And, you know, usually they're not too expensive. If you don't go for like two, if you don't go for like the big name brands all the time, uh, it can probably range anywhere from like, I don't know, 35 to upward to like $70, depending on the brand, but definitely a light day pack to bring with you. You know, a fanny pack, I know some people bring fanny packs, but you can't really put anything in there unless you're really doing an insanely short hike. Also, if you get a pack, uh, the chest strap is really important. Make sure that the pack has a chest strap so it stabilizes your weight. It actually makes a world of difference, in my opinion. Do not wear jeans. It is not a good idea. Even if you think it's rugged and it's of good material, you're just not going to be happy. You're going to be chafing and whatnot. Uh, so that brings me to my next one. Wear breathable pants slash shorts when you're hiking. In regards to socks, uh, performance slash running socks would uh, should do fine. Ideally, when you're when you're full on hiking, you want to wear wool socks with your hiking boots. You know the the nice thing about the wool socks too is that since they rise high, you know it protects your ankles and lower part of your leg. You know from like overgrown brushes and branches, and yeah, just the added layer. I w- I always say like bring a light jacket, you know, or like a a sweater or like some kind of windbreaker of some sort, you know, whenever you hike, just throw it in your bag, especially if you can't get the like collapsible ones, you know, you never know. Um, the weather might change out of the blue or it just kind of gets colder than you anticipated. And, you know, you can just also bring these in your car, uh, regardless and just assess the weather from that. Uh, when you get to the trailhead, definitely bring hand sanitizer for sure. Bring snacks, you know, things like cliff bars or, you know, dense like foods that are, that don't take up too much room, but pack a lot of calories. Uh, a mini first aid kit. Uh, that's definitely important because you, you know, you don't know what might happen to yourself or a friend. Uh, you know, you might get a cut for some reason, or, you know, you might roll your ankle and whatnot. So I'm not talking about like, the, the huge, like first aid kits, but you know, you can get these portable mini first aid kits from anywhere from like five to $15, depending what you get. Excuse me. Uh, I would also recommend uh, download the All Trails app. It's like Yelp for hiking. You can read reviews of trails, and it has maps. And you can also download offline maps if you have the pro version. Uh, All Trails is for sure uh, super helpful. I mean, it's definitely got me. It's definitely kept me from being lost on all my like super strenuous longer hikes. And also, I would say bring a portable battery and whatnot. Um, I think that's important too because. A lot of times we're not always charging our phone throughout the day. And then all of a sudden you're on the trail and your battery's about to die. So it's important to have like a backup portable battery, in my opinion. Obviously, this was like a running list, you know, that I've kind of like more or less like curated throughout the years. 
either other people have like similar lists as well. You know, there's a lot of resources online, but these are just some of the things I just wanted to drop some knowledge on you really quickly here on the podcast. And now I want to get into how do you find like a hiking buddy or a group, you know? I would say simply start with asking your friends, you know, they don't need to be super outdoorsy or like hikers per se, but just start with them. You know, they might be interested and you can start your little journey together. You can even ask on social media, you know, post on Facebook, you can on Instagram or whatever uh, social media you might be active on. And if you're not on social media, that's fine too. Uh, I would also say if you can't find somebody or a group, do a solo hike. Just make sure that it's not an isolated hike and that it's more of a popular, well-known trail so that you're around people and just, you know, to practice, you know, safety. And also you can go on, oh, now that I think about it, if you can't find a friend or a group, go on meetup.com. That's actually a great resource if you want to like find some uh, hiking groups to like ta- to join. And they usually have like a, a hike leader or a trail leader and you won't get lost. They're basically like are your guide. So, yeah, those are some of the uh, tips in regards to, you know, hiking with someone or trying to find a group. And hopefully some of that helps. Some specific hiking groups off the top of my head are... And these ones are based in like the LA County area and just SoCal in general. There's RYP hiking. They're really awesome. There's midweek hikers. There's also LA Hike Club and Outdoor Voices. I've joined them on many group hikes. They're incredible. Uh, There's Jaguar hikes. That's the homie. There's also CS Summit. And myself, actually. I do a lot of uh, uh, pop-up hikes and group hikes here and there with the Just Trek the Just Trek thing. Is there anyone else I'm forgetting? Yeah, that's more or less the majority. You can find uh, most of those names actually on Instagram. If you want more information on any of them, feel free to send me a message. Thank you everyone for listening to the entire episode. If you want to send me a message about anything, feel free to email me at justin at justtrek.net or direct message me on Instagram at just.trek or on my personal at justrock, J-U-S-T-R-O-C. You can even leave a voice message on the Anchor platform, anchor.fm slash justtrek slash message. If you like the show, please consider supporting the podcast, anchor.fm slash justtrek slash support. All these links I mentioned are in the episode description. Lastly, you can discover our featured song of the show on our Instagram story.